Welcome into the Wildcats Den. I'm your host as always, Colin Castleberry. I'll be with you all season here on WLIV in the Wildcats Den. Tonight we go from the court to the golf course to the gridiron. We talk volleyball. We'll talk with golfer Tayshawn Hayes and new football coach Mathen Hauser. All coming up on the Wildcats Den. Back here in the Wildcats Den, sitting down with head coach Christy Jenkins, volleyball here at Livingston Academy. Coach, uh, thank you for stepping into the spotlight here for for just a few minutes, but uh, we're right on the cusp, less than a week away from game one. Uh, What are your thoughts on finishing up summer workouts and camps? How do you feel going into uh, these last couple days of practice in the game on Monday? Um, I like like I said at camp we were pretty successful. We lost a few, and then we had a play day about two or three weeks later. And there we saw really kind of what we needed to work on. So the last couple of weeks we've just been working on just executing those things. And um, I'm excited. I'm ready for our season to begin. I'm ready to play because sometimes you just get practice kind of gets old at times, you know. So I'm ready to play, and then that way, like after each game, we know exactly what we need to fix. So, and we try, we work on that at practice. Uh, for those who may not know, obviously you are a mom, a teacher, a coach. How do you balance all of that? And then maybe for people who, who heard us speak before, uh, just an update on how did your daughter's uh, kind of season finish out over the summer? Um, of course, I coach high school and middle school volleyball. Yeah, exa- you, exactly. You coach um, both of those and then your mom and a teacher. Yes, and I own a business. So it's a lot. It's a lot. But... I've been so blessed this year. I've got two women that have stepped up and are really going to help me do our middle school program like I always do the practices. And, and like this week, we've had four games, or we will have four games by Friday. So um, I'm just going and trying to teach them kind of how I like would like for things to be done. Um, so it was if it wasn't for those two women helping me, um, I don't know what I would do. Um, as far as, you know, in this year, like, we've kind of – our booster club is like – Normally, I don't do booster clubs just because, but this year the women have really stepped up and like we've been given a few opportunities to like make some extra money and these parents have stepped up. So if it wasn't for, you know, parents helping me and like I said, those two women helping me and then everything else I do, I have great employees that step up for me while because they know I'm so busy. Um, As far as Chloe, like I'm pretty excited for her. Like last year she played JV and this year's her first year like being on varsity and she's doing well. She's still got a lot to learn. You know, um, of course we were in a gym playing AAU all summer, so we weren't home at all. We've traveled all over, but um, I'm excited for her, you know, to see how she grows. And of course as a coach and as a mother, um, but I'm, I'm just, our whole team this year is just amazing. Like they get along, they love each other. Like they'll go do things and don't even ask permission. Like they'll go eat breakfast. Like, we just we have really good leadership this year. You talked a lot about employees, assistants, people, parents stepping up. What does it also mean to have a senior class like you have that's able to kind of step up and and help you kind of coach up some of your younger girls? Um, it's a blessing. It is a true blessing. Um, you know, every year you have some that step up that are that are willing to be in that leadership role, and then you have some that are just content being a player. You know, and um, this year I feel like really all five even though some are more vocal than others, because I have some that are quiet. But I feel like they've been so good, like they're willing to help. And, you know, I've even had some high school players, like, come toss balls to my fourth graders on the middle school team, you know, just because, I mean, I just, I don't know, this year's just a lot different. Um, it's just, I don't know, I'm, I'm very blessed with the teams that I have. 
Well, on the floor, on the court, what are some things you feel like this team has has got to improve on, and maybe what are some of their strengths going into the game coming up here in a couple of days on Monday? Um, I do feel like this year our defense is some of the best we've had here at Livingston Academy. Um, of course, my libero, Sydney Moffitt, um, she gets everything up, and she hustles, and she's very encouraging to others, you know. And, um, of course, I have Mally and Matea, too, that are returners, and, and like, they're listening and, and, and doing the things that she's like, hey, maybe try this. or do, You know, so she's also been a teacher this year. Um, I think offensively is the area where we're going to have to work on because um, I only have one returning outside hitter. So my other outside hitter this year, she's a senior, but she never – really played outside hitter before. So she got to play travel ball this year, and that's the area she focused on. Um, and then, of course, I lost two middles. Mm-hmm. And so now I have a sophomore and a freshman in those roles. You know, so, I mean, it's going to be a learning year for sure. But I really feel like we're going to be successful. Um, and, again, like I said, I've been blessed too with my setters back. You know, she's amazing this year. Um, and then I have Cora Copeland, who was my – um, right side hitter, and she's she's back. She's stronger than ever. And then, of course, like I said, we've incorporated a few others, like J.C. Garrett now is playing back row for us this year. She's a sophomore. So even though we have five seniors, um, I mean, I, I still feel like over the next couple of years we're still going to be able to compete and be successful. All right. Head coach Christy Jenkins, volleyball here at L.A. Coach, final question before we let you go. Uh, for a team that has obviously gotten to – a very similar point in the postseason the last couple of years. How refreshing is it to look and see kind of a new district, a new region, have some fresh blood in there and feel like you guys can can do some things differently because you're going to see different teams? Um, well, I'm tired of playing East Hamilton in the sub-state. I'll just tell you that right now. Um, no, they are always – they're so good. Um, and their coach is from Russia. Like, And she's always coached ball. So, I mean, she's very – I mean, knowledgeable of the sport. Um and, like, they always have kids that play travel ball all year long, and that may be the only sport they play. Well, this year we've had three or four play travel ball, most Livingston Academy's ever had, you know. And so I think them playing more and then just the three months we're given, you know, I think that that's going to help us. I do think with this new region, of course, it's towards Nashville. I don't know a lot about them yet because um, kind of right now I'm just trying to focus on getting us better and where we need to be. Um, but the one thing I love is, like, when we left camp, like, you know, you don't want to go to camp and win every game. You just don't want to do that. You don't want to be like, you know, so I said, you know, girls, I, I'm proud of what we've accomplished this week, but, like, we have so much more room to grow. So I feel like for the next two and a half months, we have plenty of time to get to where we need to be to make it to region this year and then hopefully sub-state and state. Head coach Christy Jenkins, Wildcats Den here at Livingston Academy of Volleyball Coach. Thanks uh, for taking a few minutes here, Coach, and joining us. Thank you for having me. Back inside the Wildcats Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. We're here with junior volleyball player Mally Carwile and uh, Mally, first game coming up on Monday. Before we talk about that, uh, you're through kind of summer workouts, summer practices. Uh, how difficult was that? How much did you enjoy it? Uh, and what do you think you guys as a team are going to take away from those experiences uh, going into your game on Monday? Well, I feel like we definitely got more experience the more we came into practice. Like, I feel like every day we got better and better. And we also got pushed in, like, our weak areas during practice. So, all in all, that just, like, really improved and it helped us see what we can actually do. 
you guys obviously were able to attend a couple camps as well over the summer. What were those experiences like uh, for you guys team building and then obviously on the court? What do you guys think you learned in those camps? I definitely feel like we learned a bunch of our weaknesses, but also a few of our strengths that we do need to work on still, but like we can kind of push this on and be like, we got this, we got this down, we need to work on this. And the team building aspect, I feel like we're a closer team than we probably have ever been, and I just love that. I feel like we're all like best friends. <laughs> you mentioned this team has some strengths and, and has some weaknesses. What would you say are some of the this team's strengths, and what are some weaknesses you guys are going to have to kind of put an emphasis on here early in the year? Well, our front – well, both of our front middles are – this is their first year playing. So that's a new – That's a, it's a big experience to go through for the first time. And our – I feel like our biggest specialty is our defense. I just feel like we're very – that's our vet for the team. And we – I mean, I've played all three of my years. And our libero, Cindy Moffitt, she's played four years. So that's just a bit – it's a big help to have people that know what they're doing and like can help others on the floor. What's one thing you personally wanted to improve as a part of your game this summer and do you feel like you have? I just feel like I wanted to contribute more to my team and like be there for everybody, like just lift people up cuz I mean it's really easy to get down on yourself, miss a ball, dang it. I mean, you just have to be there to lift everybody up. Just don't get down on yourself. Obviously, you mentioned uh, playing a lot of defense over the last three years for you. Is there a position or maybe an aspect of the game that you really wish you could do, you would like to do more of? Um, I wish that I could like see where the hitter was going a little better than I do, which, I mean, I try my best, but sometimes it just doesn't go as planned. Role models, do you have any on or off the floor that you kind of look up to? Well, my freshman year, Arshina uh Allie Qualls, she's been like my role model the whole time I've been on this volleyball team. All right, last question here, Mally. Uh, new district, new region. What do you love about the new teams, kind of the fresh blood and, and the challenge of, of making those changes? It gives us a chance to kind of like make our mark. Like this past few years that we've been in the same region, we kept getting to the same spot and we kept getting stuck. Like I feel like this year – if we just believe it and we get past losing the same team three years in a row. I feel like if we get past that and we play somebody else, we'll have that mentality and mindset that we got this. Like, nobody can stop us. All right, Mally Carwild, junior volleyball player here at Livingston Academy. When we come back on the Wildcat Den, we shift to the gridiron where we catch up with first-year head coach Mathen Hauser ahead of his final scrimmage and his first game. Back inside the Wildcats Den on 101.9 AM, 920 WLIV. Now we head to the Gridiron, or more specifically, to the Fieldhouse to talk with head football coach Mathen Hauser. Obviously, as we approach, we're two weeks out from game one. We're less than a week now from this last kind of jamboree. Can you kind of feel the anticipation and the excitement around the team and the program? You can. It, this time of year, I think everybody gets excited because um, there's a lot of um, – expectations but there's also a lot of unknowns nobody really knows what what's going to happen in that first week but you know you still you know you want to do well you expect to do well your players are expecting to do well um, 
so you know you have that almost nervous energy that starts to kick in and everybody's getting excited and it's not just us it's across the state every, every team's kind of dealing with the same thing so we've had a good preseason we had a good off season now it's just time to get going in the regular season what are a couple of the things that you hope to kind of take away from this final jamboree scrimmage on Friday before we head into what is game week, first week, game week? I think it's just a chance for us to get out and have an actual dress rehearsal. We've not been under the lights. We've not uh, played in a game atmosphere um, where everything's done from the sideline and coaches in the booth and uh, all of that. You know, scrimmages are much different. Uh, you're wearing your practice gear and your coaches are on the field with you in the huddles with you. So, uh, this will be a lot different for our kids. They'll have to um, process everything that's being brought in from the sideline and put it into action. They'll be under under the game lights with their game jerseys on in front of the fans. It's just a different atmosphere than going through practice every day and going through scrimmages. So we're excited about that. It's just trying to get them a little bit to get out some of the maybe the nerves out of their system and get ready to go against Trousdale. What are some things you guys hope as a coaching staff you can learn going through that kind of that similar experience to dress rehearsal on Friday with the headsets being in the booth, so on and so forth? I, I think, you know, you learn a lot about who can play and process stuff quickly because um, during a scrimmage when you're in the huddle with them and you can they come and look at you like, hey, I'm not really sure what to do, you can kind of tell them what to do on this particular play and – when it gets out on Friday nights, you don't have that option. You have to – they have to be able to hear the play call and know exactly what they've got, whether they're front side or back side, whether they're carrying the ball or blocking or whatever it may be. So, uh, you know, those are things that we're looking to see, you know, which guys can really stand out and uh, which, which ones can process everything quickly and be able to play at a full speed. You mentioned how good an off season you guys have had, how good a preseason you feel like this team has had. Uh, do you feel like that's something that's going to be an advantage going into next week that you feel like you guys are not just on track or, or on schedule? I think it, I think it um, you know, you look back at our off season, we had a long, long time living in the weight room and uh, guys gained a lot in the weight room. Uh, moving through the summer and into the fall, we've, we've scrimmaged three really good opponents. We've scrimmaged uh, two teams that made it to the third round last year and another team that's, uh, that has had a lot of success over the last several years, a lot of athletes, and we've held our own, played well. Um, and so all those things are just building blocks for the, the season. You know, you want to come out as injury-free as possible. We've had some guys banged up, um, and we're hoping for the, you know, the quickest recovery that they can get, um, and we want them to still be a part of the team. But we're, we're – with the guys that we do have, we're just ready to get going and just, you know, kind of build on the, the little positives that we've had throughout. 7 o'clock Friday night here at Livingston Academy. Oh, your message to the fans to come out and support this team and, and kind of come see what Livingston Academy football is going to look like in the fall. Yeah, yeah Livingston's always been a, a town that really supports our sports teams. Uh, it really doesn't matter who's playing. You, you know, we always have a great turnout. We're looking forward to that. These young men have really um, – gone above and beyond to try to be model citizens and do things the right way and and we hope that everyone could come out and support them and we hope to put out um you know a good showing each and every time we take the field so we're excited about it first year head football coach mathen hauser coming up after the break we head to a different kind of football with ella copeland junior girl soccer player at livingston academy here on the wildcats den 101.9 AM 920 WLIV on the Wildcats Den. I'm Colin Castleberry. And before we get to our interview with Ella Copeland, girls soccer 
from Livingston Academy. We want to look at the schedule ahead. You'll hear in uh, just a few minutes from Ella talk about the upcoming game for the girls' soccer team tomorrow against Concord Christian. You also heard from head football coach Mathen Hauser talking about the scrimmage at 7 o'clock on Friday night. That will be game type situations under the lights seven o'clock coaches on the sidelines with headsets you heard all that it is open to the public so come check out your wildcats and of course coming up just past the weekend on monday you heard from molly carwile junior volleyball player talking about their game coming up on monday evening want to make sure you check that one out coming back though girl soccer ella copeland on the docket when we return on the Wildcats Den. Welcome back into the Wildcat Den on WLIV. We're here with Ella Copeland, junior girls soccer player. Uh, Ella, a scrimmage and one game under your belt. Uh, h- how are we kind of feeling here early on in the season? Um, I feel like for our first kind of week of playing, we did really good. And I feel like going forward, it's going to look a lot better. and We're going to continue to get better as the season goes on. What's one of the things that you think the team uh, has to get better at or has to do better tomorrow as you guys are set to take on uh, Concord Christian? I would say the biggest thing will probably just be communicating on the field, like telling who's got the ball, who's going where. just makes it easier to kind of get the ball around and get it up into the net. Wrapping up kind of summer practice and, and a summer weightlifting program, what do you guys? What do you think that those times did for you guys here early on in the season? What do you think you can take from that and, and use for the rest of the year? Oh uh, well, we conditioned a lot, so that's obviously going to help just with us being in shape the rest of the season. And we did some practices working on foot skills and just set pieces and all that stuff so all of that's really going to contribute to on the field and how we're going to play this season so is there something you specifically wanted to get better at this year that you worked on during the summer uh probably my shots I have hard time kind of figuring where I need to shoot and how hard I need to kick it so just working on that with my coach Heather she really helped with that this season what position do you play now, and is there a different position that you've always wanted to try if you got the chance? Um, I play tacky mid right now, and I honestly love this position. It's my favorite one. I've pretty much played everywhere on the field, and this is my favorite one that I've ever played. So, What do you love the most about being that kind of attacking midfielder? Um, I'm very much involved with the offensive side, but I can come back on defense if I'm needed. So I like that I can kind of do all of it to a sense. Do you have somebody, a role model, either a part of the game, a part of the team or the coaching staff or outside of it that you kind of look up to? Um, I would probably say I always looked up to my sister, Lily. She uh, she graduated last year, but um, I've played with her all my life. So just playing with her and getting better at soccer with her has just always been really fun. What's been the biggest difference uh, for you this year playing without her for maybe the first time in your life and obviously I would say do you miss her but I'll assume you do <laughs> yeah I do um it's just different because you kind of have to, I've I know how to play with her so just kind of learning how to play with other people which last season I didn't get to play with her unfortunately because she tore ACL but mm-hmm. um I would say just learning how to play with other people and just how to play without her really all right, uh, LL, final question. New district, new region this year. Uh, what about that excites you, the challenge of new teams in a new format? 
Um, it's definitely going to be a lot tougher than I feel like it was last year, but I feel like us playing these better teams, it will help us to also get better and learn from each game. So I'm really excited for it. Ella Copeland, junior girl soccer player here at Livingston Academy when we come back on the Wildcat Den. It'll be golfer Tayshawn Hayes talking about his experience at the early bird on Monday and what he's got to improve in his game coming up for the rest of the week and the season right here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. It's the Wildcats Den. Here with Tayshawn Hayes, golf, but also a name maybe you might know from the baseball diamond. Welcome back inside the Wildcats Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Uh, Tayshawn, off the top, maybe a difficult question, maybe an easy question, but what made you want to join the golf team? I've played golf since seventh grade, and I just love it. It's, It's my pace, honestly. I mean, I think the other obvious question may very well be, how in the world do you transfer your golf swing to baseball and your baseball swing to golf? Because I know for me personally, that has been one of the most difficult things on planet Earth to learn the big differences. Yeah, people act like it's a big deal, but you just got to know what you're doing with both of them. They're two different swings, so it's got to be ready for whatever you're doing. This year, you're leading a young group. What's the biggest difference? Try to lead as best I can. The golf team's really young, and I just like to be the example. Try to go low and let them guys watch. What are some of the things that you've done to kind of help this young but extremely talented uh, group of guys coming in here for L.A.? Just playing golf with them, you know, letting them learn, understanding they don't have to hit it as far as me and make as long as putts as me just to score good. How do you feel about this young season so far for yourself? And maybe talk to me about what your experience was like at the uh, early bird at the Golden Eagle this past week. For the early bird for me, it was it was pretty good. I didn't really shoot what I wanted to. I'm going to go lower as the season goes on, but it was a good start. First real tournament, I got a good feel for it. Obviously, an annual event, the early bird this year had a little bit of, of rain issues, had to delay it a little bit, but what is getting to start your season with a big event like that against a lot of great teams and great competition uh, do for you? Oh, it really just opens your eyes to see what you're up against, you know, and what everyone's scoring and what you've got to score to be good. What are your goals going forward, and what are some aspects of your game you you feel like you really need to work on? It's getting up and down, chipping and putting, really, and I'd like to make it past the districts this year as an individual, even as a team. That'd be great, but just chipping and putting my biggest thing right now. Going into your uh, junior year here, your third year on the team, what would be your one piece of advice to the underclassmen? You don't got to hit it far. It ain't worth it hitting it out of bounds. Don't You don't have to, to drive, you know, two and three hundred plus yards. Yeah, I mean, just hit a hybrid and get it get it out there and take bogey and get onto the next. It ain't worth hitting it out of bounds on a longer hole. What is your long drive? I feel like now people are going to be curious. What's the longest drive Tayshawn Hayes has had so far? Uh, I don't really know. I haven't measured, but I'd say around 300 probably. Right around 300. All right. Tayshawn Hayes, Jr. here at Livingston Academy uh, golf team. And, uh, man, when we come back on the Wildcats, then plenty more from Livingston Academy on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Back inside the Wildcats, Den, Wildcat pride time with junior cheerleader Haven Masters. Uh, Haven, how long have you been on the cheer team and, and what made you want to join, whether it was in middle school or high school? So I've cheered at Livingston all three years that I've been in high school so far. I've cheered for both football and basketball cheer. 
And I've cheered ever since sixth grade at Rickman Elementary. And it's just something I've always looked up to. Like, I've always looked up to the high school cheerleaders. And I used to go to little girls camp whenever I was little. And I just wanted to inspire younger kids like how I was inspired by the older kids. Well, first off, basketball or football, which one do you love more? And then uh, follow-up question on that is, now that you're kind of moving into being an upperclassman, what do you love about going from being the little girl at those camps to the girl that those little girls are looking up to? So whenever it comes to football and basketball, I like cheering at football games more than I do basketball, but I like watching basketball more than I do football. I understand it more. And it just it feels really good to know that little girls are looking up to me and I just like to set a good example and just be what they think I am. How do you juggle being on the cheer team, but also maybe having a social life, getting your homework done? Well, I do have a job outside of school and cheer, so I just I just manage. It's, it's nothing difficult. It, cheer is cheer, and then work, and it's all fun. What do you love most about being the spark in a lot of those atmospheres, be it at football or basketball games? You're the the group, the people that that get fans up off their feet and and get everybody kind of involved. So my favorite thing we do is Haga and at the state tournaments, the basketball state tournaments, uh, whenever we did Haga, it just felt – amazing seeing all of the fans stand up and do hog eye with us and it was just different than anything any game I've ever cheered before as a member of the cheerleading team here at Livingston Academy what do you think makes LA such a special place I, it's just the history that we have it just going back the t- tradition of hog eye it's just it's so amazing Junior cheerleader Haven Masters. Uh, Haven, as you kind of, again, become an upperclassman, you've been at this for three years now here at the high school level, What what's your advice to incoming freshmen who are joining the squad and, and about to see their first football season here at L.A.? Just have confidence with yourself. Uh, it's so fun. You're, you're going to remember it for the rest of your life. It's just an amazing time. Just – have confidence with yourself and just know that you're good enough and the upperclassmen are here to help you if you need anything. Do you or the cheerleading team have any pregame superstitions or traditions? Is there something you've got to do or something the cheerleading team has to do before you guys head out there to do a game, football, basketball, a competition? So before games, we like to, if the other cheerleaders come with the teams, we like to go and have a prayer with the other cheerleading team to just pray that we have a good game and no one gets hurt and that it's full of sportsmanship. Haven Masters junior cheerleader and all-around great person here at Livingston Academy here on the Wildcats Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Closing it out this week on the Wildcats Den, we caught up with head coach Mathen Hauser as well as head coach Christy Jenkins. We had Wildcat Pride with Haven Masters, talked with golfer Tayshawn Hayes, volleyball player Mally Carwile, and girls soccer player Ella Copeland. Come back every week during football season. We'll catch up with head coach Mathen Hauser. We also catch up with an Olympic coach, talk Wildcat Pride, and a couple current players from sports across the fall here on 
point nine a.m. nine twenty WLIV. I'm Colin Castleberry. This has been the Wildcats Den.